Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is hit well in a center field. That one's carrying out at center. It's out of here! Oh, Johnny with a pinch hit home run. At the plate is Mike Trout. The pitch on its way. It's blasted out to dead center field. Out of here. Ball gets away. He's going to break for the plate. Ball game is over. The Angels with a walk-off win here in the bottom of the ninth inning. This is the Angels Recap Podcast, a review of the past week in Angels baseball. Here's your host, Trent Rush. Final week of the regular season as we welcome you to the Angels Recap Podcast. My name is Trent Rush. Really excited to be with you here on this podcast today. A lot of things that we want to talk about. Uh, We're going to talk about Mike Myers and even our conversation with Mike Myers coming up. Had a chat with Mike Trout. We're going to have that for you coming up on the show as well. Is Jared Walsh the Angels answer at first base for the future? Well, we'll talk about some of the numbers and some thoughts on Jared Walsh coming up here. Now, I I wanted to, to get this out of the way right at the top. Normally, this is kind of where we would spend some time talking about the Angels situation and where things stand, but with everything being as fluid as it is right now, here as we're recording this on this Wednesday, September the 23rd, we don't want to go too deep into the Angels' playoff scenario right now. The Angels have a game today. As we're recording this, the Angels haven't played yet. Blue Jays still have a game. Astros still have a game. Let's let today, uh, let the dust settle on today, and then be sure to check back tomorrow as we'll do a little follow-up podcast here and uh, be able to break down the playoff picture a little bit further with the Angels having an off day tomorrow going into the three-game weekend series against the Dodgers. And you know, hopefully we have some clarity one way or the other. Um, actually, hopefully the Angels are still in the fight and uh, still trying to push their way through. I mean, at the time we were recording this podcast, the Angels have won 13 of their last 19 games as uh, they have absolutely battled down the stretch. Now, the big news for from earlier this week was Andrelton Simmons opting out of the rest of this season, and uh, the Angels had this to say about Simba's decision uh, to opt out the rest of the way. The Angels said this, quote, earlier today Andrelton Simmons informed the club that he has chosen to opt out of the remainder of the season. This year has presented unique challenges for many, and the Angels respect Andrelton's decision. Again, this was on Tuesday. Andrelton said this uh, per his agency, per source, saying, quote, I have made the 
decision to opt out of the remainder of the season. Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association developed an environment and system that empowered players and provided us with the opportunity to decide on whether to play or opt out of the season. At this moment, I feel this is the best decision for me and for my family. We don't know what the future holds, but we would like to sincerely thank the Angels organization and Angels fans for welcoming and making us feel at home. You know, it's really just a shame that we didn't get a chance to see more of Anthony Rendon, Andrelton Simmons, and David Fletcher together. All three of those guys dealt with injuries this season, and when they were on the field together, the Angels were 8-7. and seven. Uh, We don't know what is next for Andrelton Simmons. Again, his contract is up at the end of this year, so uh, hard to project, hard to guess as to what's going to be next for Simba, uh, but we do know that while he has been here, he has sure been fun to watch and is a tremendous talent, and uh, no matter what happens uh, down the road, maybe it's back with the Angels, maybe it's somewhere else, we absolutely wish Andrelton Simmons all the best uh, one way or another. Now, one of the biggest surprises this season, I know Jared Walsh, we talked about last week, and he has been unbelievable, but what Mike Myers has meant out of the Angels' bullpen has been just insane. And I was talking with Terry Smith about this, too, is that you could really compare what Mike Myers has done to what Scott Shields was for the Angels way back when. We remember you know, the multiple-inning guy and invaluable late in games that did so many things so well. Uh, there are a lot of similarities that uh, I actually talked with Joe Madden about, too, and he seems to agree with that. Is Mike Myers has really been a throwback kind of reliever being able to go multiple innings and this guy is a straight up gamer and a big reason why he has been able to have that kind of success is because of a new pitch that he has learned this season and that's the cutter but you think about this at the time we're taping this he's got a 1.57 ERA and has retired 46 of the last 51 batters that he has faced yeah safe to say Mike Myers has been remarkable for the Angels particularly here in September and is a huge reason why the Angels are are, as of this moment, still in the playoff race. Mike Myers, a huge role in that because he has really shortened the games. He has settled down the Angels' bullpen by being that stabilizing force at the end and has made other guys better because of that. Boy, Mike Myers, you cannot say enough about the job he has done. But it was pretty interesting to hear uh, from Mike Myers talking about where this new pitch came from. I saw on Instagram uh, Roy Holiday, the, the, the ball that's um, Mariano you know, traces fingers uh, for for Roy, and you know it, it seemed very simple. Um, kind of really fit my mindset, where it just kind of grabbed the ball and and let it rip, and 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 it had some cut to it, and so just kind of tinkered with that. But basically, yeah, that's that's how it started. Is is on Instagram. When it comes to the way that you've been able to produce this year in just so many different areas in this bullpen, it seems like uh, you've had a lot of different roles here early on. What has that been like for you adjusting to uh, different situations that Joe has put you in? Well, it's really no different than the past. Uh, I don't know if I've ever had a set role in the big leagues. So, you know, just uh, especially in the National League, the National League's a lot different. Um you know, uh, hitting for the pitcher and, uh, you know, kind of once the bullpen gets going, um, guys can get out of roll, I feel like, a little bit quicker. Um, and so um, basically just trying to stay ready and, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, the first couple innings, I, you know, kind of went over the hitters mentally while I'm sitting down there in the bullpen and I, and I, feel, I feel prepared uh, in any situation. 
What's it been like for you to have this kind of success this season? I mean, the strikeouts are, are way up this year. You're, you haven't been giving up runs. Uh, you seem like your command has been there. Just for you, it seems like things are clicking. What has that been like? Um, it's it just honestly, it's it's been awesome to see everything uh, put together. Uh, in years past, I feel like I've I've been close. Uh, I know maybe the numbers maybe hadn't said that. I think 18 maybe was a little bit better, but uh, I've been close, um, but I, I felt like I hadn't been able to fully put it together. And I just, I feel like this off season, you know, I attack things a little bit differently, just uh, mentally, you know, just uh, getting my mind in the right place. Uh, I started working with my brother-in-law, uh, Josh Sear, who's the strength coach for the baseball team at Kansas state. And, and really just focus on becoming the best athlete that I could um, in, in the weight room. Um, and, and I feel like that has allowed me to um, have better command um, because in the bullpen, you can have days you feel good and you can have days you feel bad. And, uh, or maybe not bad, but not so great. And uh, I feel like just being athletic as you possibly can uh, out on the mound allows you to, you know, consistently command the ball. And then also for you, I know that this bullpen at times this year uh, has had some ups and downs, and that really has, hasn't been a secret. Uh, but while you continue to have success, what has it been like in this bullpen trying to uh, find different ways to, to have that success at the end of games when that has been a bit of a challenge this year? Uh, I think first and foremost, I think we have some, some really good arms down there. Um, some guys maybe that – they haven't had the success um, that they were hoping to um, that have had success in the past. Uh, but, but I don't, I, I think that we, we have really good arms down there. And I think that, you know, just working through that adversity uh, is only going to make us, you know, even, even better going forward. Um, and, and I feel like it's one of those things too, in this 60 game sprint that things are even more magnified, um, you know, from, from basically day one, you know, everything you know every game matters it's kind of more like that college baseball baseball mentality um so, so you don't necessarily have a chance to 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 work through some of that adversity and figure some things out because everything's uh, definitely amplified in the 60 games well mike myers has risen to the occasion and i know that there's always a debate like the pros and cons of social media the way i see it that is a big time pro for social media right there that uh mike myers picking up pitching tips off instagram and uh has seen that translate to the field that uh, very very cool and uh boy you, again you just cannot say enough about the stabilizing force that mike myers has been in the back of the angels bullpen you talk about stabilizing force is Mike Trout is one. And, you know, every September you get into this conversation of Mike Trout in the American League MVP race. He is every single season. Uh, this year might not necessarily be a favorite in the race, but uh, there's no doubt he surely is still in that competition. And we talked with Mike Trout uh, about the MVP and just how bizarre this 60-game season has been. With, you know, the 60-game season you talk about, does it make things a little bit strange to just be even thinking you know, I know you're not, but we are thinking of awards right now, just in a shortened season like this. Does it feel any different? It definitely feels different. Um, just the whole season has been different for me. Um, you know, the fans, the no atmosphere in the fan, the no, no fans in the stadium has been the toughest adjustment for me. You know, uh, just, um, 
you know, you, you, the interactions and the, the adrenaline and the, the, uh, the atmosphere that brings the excitement and, you know, you, you come into the plate in a big spot. Uh, there's so much, so much crowd and crowd and, uh, noise that you can pump up to get your blood flowing a little bit, but it's, it's just, it's just a, like you said, it's definitely crazy to think about all the awards and everything in a short season, but, um, obviously, um, there's got there's going to be something so uh it's just been a, a weird year for us for me too and also what's been different this year is you know there have been a lot of different players to join you in the outfield a lot of guys getting their first experience at the major league level how do you feel like your role as a mentor on this team has helped with some of these guys coming up yeah um you know it's, it's just like when i came up i had tory i had vernon uh, a lot of veteran guys um you know a lot of these guys that are coming up ward adele uh even thysa was in the alpha for a little bit and uh i think Washi's out there tonight so um you know just learning and the main thing is just talking you know communicating you know the last thing we want to do is have a collision out there you know running full speed for a ball but uh you know if we communicate and um you know everything will be all right but like you said just just learning experience everyone's asking questions you know to me to jay up um you know it's good you know everybody wants to learn it seems like you've played a little deeper in the outfield this year do you feel like you've you know the way you've played center field do you feel like it's been different this year because of maybe some of those things uh it's definitely different um you know uh some of his positionings are definitely a lot different than i'm uh, i've you know, used to playing, um, you know, it's all statistics based on, you know, positioning now, um, now than it was when I first came up and obviously you got to know where, you know, it's, it's different playing with guys in the outfield that you, that you don't know their tendencies, you know, get to get, getting to learn their tendencies and, uh, you know, just, it, it's definitely different. It's just a learning curve for everybody. You know, it's been pretty clear uh, this season for Mike Trout that that has been an area that has been challenging for the Angels just because, you know, when you're used to having Cole Calhoun, who's such a great defender next to you for so long to your left, and and now it's kind of been like a revolving door over there, it's tough to get that continuity, particularly uh, in a short season like this when you don't have as much time to get that familiarity. And here we are in September. The season's almost over, um, but really, like, we should be in, like, the mid to end of May right now. So, I Again, I, I can totally understand uh, why that has been tough for Mike Trout. But, you know, part of it, too, is different guys have had to be, been out there because you had to get some bats in the lineup. And he mentioned on that particular day that Jared Walsh was out there. And I, we spent a lot of time last week talking uh, about and with Jared Walsh and his success this season. But the overall numbers this year are 309 hitter, uh, eight home runs, 23 RBI. Uh, but all of those home runs and RBI have come in the month of September. And for Jared Walsh, I mean, the numbers are just ridiculous here this month. He's batting 368 with an OPS of 1204 this season. And the reason why I can see this translating for the future for Jared Walsh, one, he's a little bit older and he's 27 years old and has grinded through the minor league system and never got the benefit of the doubt once. When you're a 39th round pick, you never get the edge. That's just part of how it goes. And to say he's a late bloomer is an understatement because here he is at the major league level having great success. But also, look at his minor league numbers. Look at what he did in AAA a season ago with Salt Lake last year. He ends up batting 325, has 
how many? 36 home runs, 86 driven in, an OPS over 1,100 in AAA last year. That tells me that the numbers are real, and this is not just a fluky month. Do I expect Jared Walsh to have you know every month be a month like what he's had in September? Absolutely not. But he has proven, uh, just in terms of longevity and having good minor league career numbers, that he can do this at the big league level. I mean, he's a lifetime 301 minor league batting average and OPS throughout his minor league career of 913. I look at numbers like that, and I see that translating for Jared Walsh in the future, and the Angels may have found their answer long-term at first base. Who's to say? And maybe if that's the case, then Albert Pujols can DH some more next season, and we've heard Joe Madden talk about Shohei Otani, and he's going to try to pitch again next year, and we'll try to figure that out when that time comes. But also, you know, he's young enough to maybe he can learn a position and ends up uh, providing something defensively to get that bat in there. But, you know, for next year, it would sure be nice to have Albert Pujols be able to DH more and maybe Jared Walsh uh, can help uh, relieve some of that pressure at first base by uh, playing some first base for the Angels. You know who else has been really good and a late major league bloomer and again it's a totally different circumstance with Walsh being a 39th round pick but Taylor Ward a former first round pick drafted as a catcher back in 2015. You talk about the ebbs and flows of a career. Uh, Taylor Ward has been up and down and um, it has been tough for Ward to find some continuity here at the big league level, but again, he's uh, 26 years old now, and he's hitting 304 this season, and since he has been back up from the Angels alternate training site in Long Beach, he has provided a ton to this Angels team, and here's Taylor just talking about some of his improvements that he's made and made when he was down in Long Beach getting ready to come back to the big league level. I, th- I think this year I'm just the smartest player I- I've been, you know, in the box, sticking to my plans. Um, now that I have this mechanical side fixed, or trending in the right direction, you know, it's just kind of what I expect, honestly. Even early on in the year, I thought, you know, hitting ball is hard, you know, and they were just getting scooped up. And now I hit a ground ball and, and there's no fielder there. You know, it's just like kind of the way the game is. And, and, you know, it could be like a little luck as well, but I've definitely found my groove with, you know, where I was last year in AAA. And now, like I said, doing it here, just keeping it the same and, you know, same game. And we all know, too, the importance of the mental side of baseball. And Taylor Ward also talked about the way he's improved in that regard as well. We have a, a great site guy um, with us, and, and he's, he talks about the sixth tool, you know, and that's your mind. You know, sharpening that and, you know, little negative things. You know, ba- baseball can hit you in the face sometimes, and, and honestly, you can get jabbed in the face all the time. So you got to, like, keep those negative things out and only focus on you know the process and the positive positive stuff that's going to get you back to you know where you were when things were going well so since I've been up and down I haven't really gotten the time to um, hit it off with him but this year has been that time where you know started with the club got to talk to him every day um, went down for a little bit and then came back up and we just continued our conversations and um, you know just that even keel mindset it's huge. So there you go. Maybe that's a big reason why Taylor Ward has had the success he has had this season. All right, that's going to just about do it for us here on the Angels Recap Podcast. A reminder, be sure to check in tomorrow. We're going to have a follow-up to this. We'll have a much better understanding of the Angels' playoff picture headed into the weekend. Uh, The Angels, uh, at this point right now, three and a half back with four to go. Uh, But uh, by the time you're hearing this, that will have changed. 
and that's just where the Angels are right now as we try to sort out what's happening here to close out the rest of the season. So be sure to go to angels.com slash podcast tomorrow. Follow the Angels at Angels on social media and uh, get the latest news and updates. Again, an update of this podcast coming tomorrow when we have a little bit more information as to where the Angels stand. For all of us here at the Angels Recap Podcast, my name is Trent Rush. Thanks for listening and tip your cap to the Angels. They are battling to the finish line. you got to respect the heart and the effort this team has shown. Uh, gotta love that. And, and for me, that bodes really well. Hey, heading into the 2021 season. Have a great rest of your day and really appreciate you tuning in right here to the Angels Recap Podcast.